0: We go back to when you first met your person, you were getting to know your person. Fun, laughter was part of the relationship. And we teach couples all the time, and I pose the question, when did we quit having fun with our significant other, with our spouse?
1: Welcome to the Conversations Podcast. This is the special Married People Edition. I'm your host, Sean Stover, joined by special guest Christina Stover. Hello.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Who's had the privilege of being married to me for almost 27 years. Yes, and sir. part of that was producing uh, a daughter and now having a son in law. So we also have Taylor and Austin Halsey with us today. We're here. Glad to be here. <laughs> nice. So today we're following up. Uh, from the first married people session that Ted Cunningham led, and uh, we talked about laughter in your marriage and having fun in your marriage. So mm-hmm. I just I'd love to start by getting y'all's observations from the session you were there. Kind of what did he say maybe that stood out to you a little bit?
0: Yeah, Ted, man, he was funny. He was he's so witty and he's so on his feet. He's a good friend of ours from Branson, and we enjoyed having him here in Wimberley. For me, what really stood out was when he was talking about what do your, if you have children, what do you represent for your children with laughter? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I know being married 26 and a half years, sometimes we get so wrapped around the axle on subjects that we don't agree on that we do forget to have laughter in our marriage. And so he kind of proposed, what do your kids see you doing? Do they see you laughing together? And that was a really, a good question to to
1: ask
0: and
1: think upon. Good challenge. And we happen to have your kids here with us so we can immediately true. get their feedback uh, <laughs> here in a moment about that. But how about yeah. you guys? What stood out to you?
2: Uh, I think just overall, as I was kind of reflecting on what Ted had to say in a whole, just talking about laughter in a marriage. I think that he has a, a huge heart for it because he sees that it's kind of missing in yeah. talking about what marriage looks like. And I just appreciated that because... Um, man, laughter in our marriage has has caused much more vulnerability and mm-hmm. just caused us to connect so much more. So being able to enjoy life together and his heart for just bringing that to marriage, um, which can often be portrayed as such a heavy burden and like um, across yeah. the carry a lot of times, but so man, it, it actually can be something you enjoy um, and gives you a best friend to do life with.
3: Yeah, I would just kind of echo that. I think Just as a whole, he did such a great job of introducing this series at the church, just giving people an opportunity to see that marriage is fun and it is a gift and it's beautiful and there's supposed to be laughter involved. And so I really think it's going to set a really good tone to continue on the series.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, our culture doesn't really— you don't think marriage and laughter, right? So I think that was a good—for him to just say. And then when we kicked off this whole series— is it, we're going to start with laughter, and I think yeah. as a when I'm just listening to the community, when people that are here talking about it, they said mm-hmm. was such a refreshing um, re- aspect of hearing about marriage. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, doing anything to invest in your marriage can sometimes get a bad rap, you know, like, well, I got to go to counseling, or mm-hmm. I got to read a book on that, or, you know, I'm going to this marriage seminar. And so to start out with something that was specifically aimed at having fun and and laughing is a good reminder that man, not, not all of this has to be hard and, and burdensome. Some of this uh, can be really lighthearted and really fun, and adding a few little elements of that can really transform a marriage and certainly set the tone for some of the work that needs to be done following that up. Yeah, so right. great observations, yeah. good stuff. All right, so how about humor You know, in our marriage, babe? What do you think? Yeah. What's a, What kind of role has that played for us over time?
0: Well, I think it started out rough because sarcasm was such a part of Sean's family growing up, which... That has a whole nother segment, which that's just how they communicated with each other was sarcasm. It just, that's how y'all connected. and It was so really then, funny
1: in my family, right. the sarcasm was, yeah, but it did not land at all well yeah. in our marriage. It actually hurt you. And right. my idea of humor uh, was damaging to you and our relationship.
0: And it's some things like now you can look at, and that, that is funny. When I made mashed potatoes for the first time and you said, do you have a straw? you know, it really pushed apart in my fear button, like I'm not good enough, but now we can laugh at it. But in the moment, it was hard. So sarcasm has been something. And I've actually, we connect
1: now through sarcasm,
0: in an honoring way, but laugh, I guess it's more laughter than it is sarcasm, so yeah. I do appreciate that.
1: Yeah, part. learning how to transition that as a couple to what is funny between right. the two of us, because we do have things that we grew up thinking were funny or ways we interacted, and that doesn't always work in, in yes. our marriage, and so that word you used, honoring, it is so important, and I think the more honor we've established in the marriage, the more we've been able to kind of pick at each other and have some mm-hmm. fun at each other's expense around that, and now, we have uh, teenage and grown-up kids that uh, learn how to pick on those same things inside each right. of us. And right. so, um, <laughs> but I also, in addition to sarcasm, I'm pretty serious by nature. I mean, I just based on how I grew up, I, I don't get too excited about things and I don't get too down about things. And so I can be pretty boring sometimes. You brought a lot of fun into mm-hmm. our life and into our relationship. And uh, you know, you get knowing where you are in that, and we can all be a little serious from time to time. But the reality is, we've got to balance that with some laughter. So, what's that look like for you guys?
2: When we were reflecting on uh, on what Ted had to say this week, I think I was I thought it was funny because I was like, "Man, I think we do a really good job of having laughter and fun. I Uh think we could be a little bit more serious sometimes." but,
3: that's so funny.
2: I don't know, maybe it has to do with being newly married, but we, I mean, just in most situations in the home, just are super goofy together, yeah. um, and that's, I know that's not super practical, but we just pick at each other, and, and uh, I'm really physical touch-driven, so like I'll always like mess with her and mm. like wrestle her, um, but that's yeah, good. we try to find ways to have fun in most things that we're doing. I don't know. That's good, yeah.
0: Say.
3: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think kind of what you're you're saying would just be kind of the flip side of, yes, you can use words and be funny and make jokes to each other, even be sarcastic, things like that. But we also do, I feel like we, on the other hand, do more just messing with each other, doing funny things around the house, um, making things like cooking a meal or bedtime, like those times just more fun to be together together. so, like when Ted at the beginning he asked for a dad joke. In actually, I think I had one, but you did not have one. So <laughs> the joking maybe isn't
0: our thing very much. But. We're
1: not really that funny. <laughs> hey, in
0: our in our minds,
1: we're really. Yeah, did funny. get at this other one though. Like, what what does the ocean say to the beach?
0: Oh no, you you really went there just. Yeah. Nothing. What did the ocean say to the beach? Nothing.
1: It just waves. Oh, dad! Oh, no. yeah, see, that's what a, a good change. one. That's all right. So, what um, when you're thinking about having fun together and and playing together? What are some of the biggest barriers that that get in the way of that?
2: I can go because <laughs> for me, like if I'm emotionally unhealthy, if I'm not like in a in a good place with my relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. or um, just in my processing of what's going on in my life, I become very serious and like everything has to be truth, truth, truth. I have yeah. no grace, and then Like if we're trying to have fun or connect, I'm like, no, I I just, I don't know why. Yeah, I just like, if I'm unhealthy, then I struggle to have fun, I struggle to laugh um, because I'm so focused on what is before me and like what the burden is at hand um,
1: that I really struggle with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, man, I don't know how this happens in life, but somehow Taylor ended up uh, finding a guy who has some characteristics that are really similar to me. And, uh, you know, she's probably trying to fix in him the stuff that she couldn't fix in me. Uh, so I, I know that I'm the same way, you know, but I see you doing that too, Austin. I see times when when there's like a crunch or a crisis and somebody comes along to try to lighten up the mood, and we're just kind of like, uh-uh, uh-uh, we don't have time for that. Uh -uh, Don't be joking around right now. Our head is down. We're focused. We're multitasking. (laughs) We're
0: getting stuff done. We're fixing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, I want to get lighter with that. I know I want to learn to appreciate somebody bringing in a little levity in a situation. Um, Not that there's not a time this, you know, Ecclesiastes is clear. There's a time for everything. There is a time for levity and laughter, and there's a time to be serious and crunch down. Um, yeah, but that exhaustion and emotional kind of overwhelmingness is one of the things that is a barrier for lots of us. Um, man, I know that another barrier for you guys can be a, a little eight-month-old that's uh, <laughs> around the house. Yeah. So how do you manage that as a young couple? You've got a, a baby in the house, and h- how, do you, how do you make that fun and engage laughter around that?
3: For sure. There's definitely a lot of times that are hard, and I think Austin's operating on three hours of sleep right now because she <laughs> is sick and she didn't want to sleep last night. So um, that can be difficult, um, you know, but we try to be creative in incorporating fun with her um, too and bringing that into our marriage And because um, she is so life-giving and brings so much joy. Kids, kids do that. You know, they do bring... Um, a level of difficulty and um, challenge, but they also have a whole new level of joy that um, gets to be a part of your marriage too. So, you know, practically, if that's um, doing something, the three of us and um, laughing together, and also just taking situations that are inconvenient or <laughs> unfortunate, but we're like, we just laugh at it because yeah. it's just the because season if that not we're in. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's good. Maybe how about you, any barriers that you can think of that block us from having fun or laughing together?
0: I think I get in my own way and I, th- I think we get in our own ways. I think we get offended. We get okay. kind of what, Austin, what you were saying earlier about when you're exhausted and you're not really full, whole, and healthy in all areas. Laughter seems to be the first thing that goes. Mm-hmm instead of using it to kind of heal some parts that we can have in our life that maybe you know we can't figure out how to how to get there any other way. So yeah, I think laughter can maybe use that
1: for some healing. That's good. I was thinking about uh, other things Ted's taught on and one of them that really struck me was that you know this Idea of a little irritating or frustrating or annoying things in our daily grind. That, well,
0: you talked about real quick. I'll just if you people weren't there with about the parking spots, yeah. right? Amy was always telling him where to park.
1: Yeah. Can you think of any examples like that in in y'all's marriage where there's little things that you've kind of learned? Uh, all right, let's 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 add levity to this and not take it mm-hmm. so seriously.
2: I think a lot of that has had to come with Bowen being in the picture now, <laughs> having a baby. Like Taylor mm-hmm. was saying, you know, bedtime, doing a bath. Um, feeding her, um, you know, just even in the middle of the night, like when she's up and she's crying, we just have to find ways to, to lighten the situation because it is, it is hard. Um, but when we are able to find ways to enjoy that, um, and connect through that, then yeah, it really helps the situation. I was thinking earlier when you were talking about, um, we're talking a lot about hard situations and how laughter, um, can impact that and mm-hmm. the three uh, parts of the kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy. Joy is often described in the Bible in difficult situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that it's interesting that we keep talking about difficult situations and how laughter plays into that, because there's another level of joy that can be experienced in relationship with the Father yeah. um, that we can find.
0: Uh, right. So That's good.
1: That's really good, you guys. Um, so as we're thinking about you know, the daily grind, babe. anything you can think of. I keep saying babe. Anytime I say babe, I'm referring to Christina. Uh, (laughs) He looks
0: right at me. I know.
1: I have other names I could use, but it's a podcast. (laughs) Let's stick with with babe. babe. It's, It's a G. Yeah. How about the daily grind? I know that I've gotten, you know, little things that I do that you kind of pick on now that just kind of make it more fun. Like it used to bug Christina that I would look at the map every time oh, yeah. we were going anywhere. That's like we, really we're going from one. the house to the church, which mm-hmm. I've made the drive a thousand times and I map it just in case there's a traffic jam one way or the other. Yeah, And that used to bug you really mm-hmm. a lot. But That's a I,
0: really good one. I yeah. mean, we go to the airport, we travel a lot for speaking and work and it doesn't matter if it's five in the morning, three in the morning, one in the morning or noon, he pulls out his, his phone and we map it. And now I just am like, the other day he didn't, because he was trying to honor me or whatever, and I was like, "Babe, where's the map?" And he said, "I'm going cold turkey,"
1: yeah, we and were risking it. we were risking <laughs> we were our risking life. It. Could have it, been traffic. Yeah,
0: but th- that is a one thing that it really used to irritate me. We've gone to the airport one million times, but he likes to have he likes to be efficient in his driving, and so I have learned that about him, where. We need to know where traffic is, and now we can laugh about something like that.
1: That's yeah,
3: good I do. I I don't quite know if this applies to this question, but this is something that I want to share, and I'm afraid we might not um, get there. Get there. So I'm going to try and fit it into this question. In. Um, one of the biggest things that I really took away from um, Sunday with Ted, which is kind of crazy because it was so lighthearted, hearted um, but I took something um, really. Something that's very hard in our life right now, out of it, um, you know Austin is I would say his life is a grind right now, you know, yeah. and and that Ted used that word that life can be a grind, and that's kind of the season that that the Lord has Austin in right now, and I um, have struggled with anxiety for a long time, um, but just and it kind of flares up sometimes and it's it's pretty heightened right now um, and so but when Ted was talking about how life is a grind and hard things happen, but in your home, in your marriage, like you still need to be mm-hmm. life-giving and produce joy and um, laughter. Mm-hmm. And that is such, that is actually such a discipline to practice. You know, it's oh, not, um, because it isn't easy. I wouldn't say right now in our, the season that we're in, it's not easy to have joy and have laughter, but I really do feel like God calls us to that discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just kind of like your question, sometimes life itself is a barrier to laughter and joy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something that we're having to choose purpose purposefully right yeah. now is to how can we be joyful? How can we produce um, laughter in our home right now and be really, really mindful of that? That's really good.
1: You said purposeful, and I think that's critical. You have to set your mind to this. I've had some follow-up conversations with some other people since Sunday and Ted's um, talk on this, and they've said that just the intentionality and purposefulness of having more fun and laughing has created a different environment in their marriage, just in a couple of days, and it can do that. Proverbs 17.22 says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And that's just... The reality of the truth of that proverb is that there's a big distinction there. If you choose to pursue a life with a cheerful heart, that's good medicine. I mean, doctors would tell you, research would show that one of the best things you can do uh, for somebody who's in an unhealthy place is to get them around somebody that's that's fun and lighthearted. And the opposite is also true, that a crushed spirit dries up the bones and eventually dried up bones have no feeling, no emotion, and no Mm -hmm. sense of connection to the world and the people around them. And we can go either way. Did y'all have something else on that?
2: We were thinking about that verse too, so yeah, it was just cool that good. you brought it up, but yeah.
0: Well, and I think too, we go back to when you first met your person, you were getting to know your person. Fun, laughter was part of the relationship. For sure. And I'll, we teach couples all the time and I pose the question, when did we quit having fun with our significant other, with our spouse? And I was talking about this years ago with a friend and another friend of ours was in crisis in her marriage. And she, my one friend told the other, I don't necessarily think your best friend has to be your husband. That's why you have girls and women in your life. And I don't agree with that. I think that your husband is your person. I think that's the relationship that was built on this covenant. And I think we... Keeping it lighthearted, because I know when we go through crisis, like not crisis but hard things, having joy and laughter gets you through it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if somebody's listening out there and they hear that, and it's a challenge to them, this thought that wow, my spouse is supposed to be my person. Yeah. Um, then I would say, man, work at finding things that you enjoy doing together. together. You may have to do something that neither of you have ever done before. And you got to get to laugh at each other as you try mm-hmm. to learn a new hobby or a new skill, or pick something that one of you likes maybe a little more than the other and be willing to kind of dive in wholeheartedly with that. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we exactly. know couples that, that play golf together and, and, and love that. We know mm-hmm. couples that have, you know, hobbies of travel and they do that together and that's their fun. But find that fun and that laughter. I think the other thing word that goes hand in hand with this is adventure and that's yeah. always been a big word in our household is mm. uh, we we've always tried to find fun and adventure in everything and create adventure whether that's you know night hikes with you know mm-hmm. only one headlamp or all the way to you know mission trips that we did together as a family but finding fun activities and adventure is another way to add that in. Yeah,
0: that's good.
1: When we do those marriage retreats uh, in different parts of the country, we always try to include an element of play, uh, whether that's experiential learning or a ropes course or activities where play is involved, because it it does. It opens the heart back up to hear truth and apply truth and make changes when you're you're having fun. Mm Austin, what was it like in your family growing up with, I mean, this whole fun adventure? I mean, your mom's a super outgoing, Mm -hmm. fun person.
2: Yeah, very highly entertaining. She loves to entertain (laughs) and be with people. Um, So fun was not missing in my family growing up. Uh, We were constantly doing sports, um, having people over, hanging out with friends, going on trips. Um, So fun was definitely the main way that my family connected you all play other. a lot of
0: games. Play a lot when of Halsies games. Halseys come card, to Texas and we go there, yeah. cards and... Cards, yeah. So that. Taylor's
2: had to learn how to play cards. <laughs> um, cards are a big part of the family. So always just finding ways to bring people together um, and having fun yeah. uh, through shared experiences. That's
1: good. That's good. At some point, we'll do a whole other session on competitiveness and fun and how <laughs> competitiveness can actually cause damage taken to an extreme because I've witnessed that happen frequently in our family. Um all right, so just a little bit as we wrap up and we're getting toward the end, but let's start with uh, kind of Christina. In our age, let's look back at, you know, what advice we'd give to Taylor and Austin about fun and adventure in their marriage or, or other 20-somethings that are might be listening. You know, what, what would we say to our younger selves about fun and adventure?
0: Keep having it. Don't stop. Um, I know we started the grind of, we want, a, we want the house. We want all this for our kids. We want them to be have more than what we had, and that's kind of where we started losing our focus and putting our head down. And then we kind of looked up and we're like, we weren't having fun in our marriage anymore. So I would just say, goes back to your word, purposeful, but intentionality as well, to make time for each other. But when you make time. Curiosity and fun, I think, can go hand in hand. So when you do spend time with your person, what you do, you know, is is critical as well. Go and have fun and... Yeah, make the conversations that way. That's
1: so good. I would only add to that that uh, man. There's no limit to creativity, and you don't need stuff to have fun. Don't exactly. think, man. I can't wait till we have enough money to afford this or till we can do that. Man, that's when it's going to be fun. The reality is finding the levity in the day to day moments and in the little moments, and using creativity to best date you can have under ten dollars, and you know all kinds. There's just. Don't wait, do it now. And, and you don't need a lot of money or resources or stuff to have a lot of fun in your marriage. All right, so let's flip the script. If you guys are speaking to your, you know, selves 30 years down the line, um, what are some things that you hope, or if, you know, there's some older folks like Christine and I listening to the podcast, what's some <laughs> things you would tell them about fun?
3: I think um, Austin kind of alluded to it at the very beginning um, when we were talking was that, um, laughter and fun and joy can produce a whole new level of intimacy that yeah. you that is, isn't there if you don't have that. And so I think 25, 20, 30 years from now I want to remember that that yeah. the more that I am myself and I let the goofiness out, I let the quirkiness mm-hmm. out, the weirdness out whatever it is with my spouse That's just more opportunity that I'm being fully me in front of them that ushers in more intimacy, ushers in more opportunity to connect and really, you know, not have any any barriers um, with each other in our relationship.
2: I think that's really good um, because if... If, we're, if I'm thinking about joy and laughter in terms of how God would define it, I'm trying to separate it from what society has to say about joy mm-hmm. and laughter and fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that society has to say that it's all about pleasure and yes. what kind of satisfaction you get out of it. But in reality, joy and laughter and fun is just as much a connection between two people and in intimacy and in intimacy with the father that is an experience outside of that, that form of relationship and covenant. And so, uh, in 20, 30 years, I want to have even more fun in my marriage Mm -hmm. than I'm having now. Um, And we have a lot of fun. So yeah, Yeah. I want that to be something that we keep growing in and being challenged in and not continually looking for my own satisfaction uh, and get lost in that and continue to look towards just having fun and enjoying life and seeking intimacy
1: with Taylor and with with God. That's awesome, Chris. They are so much deeper than oh we were. Oh my goodness <laughs> so, gracious! So, Three years into our we, marriage, oh man, we no, were answering we things like even. like that. I, I, I think Taylor and Austin both said important things there. This idea of of accepting yourself. A lot of people that are introverted have a hard time with kind of mm-hmm. putting themselves out there and being quirky. Or there's there's fears we have of being rejected if if we do that, and uh, being willing to get comfortable with yourself and the Lord enough to mm-hmm. to be you and have have fun with that is a huge sign of maturity in your life, Taylor. And Austin, your ability to process and understand the the real depth of joy and and fun that God wants in our relationship, not for just the pleasure's sake, but for so many other reasons is great stuff. Well, let's, let's just end with this, you know, a challenge here is what is one thing you want to do to bring more fun into your relationship this week? So if you're listening, what is one thing that you want to do in this next week to bring more fun into your relationship For me, um, having Taylor and Austin join us, we could have picked any couple, but we picked our kids Mm -hmm. because to me, this is amazingly fun. I love doing this with you guys. Thank y'all for coming and being with us. Find something fun to do this week. Chris, we'll try to find something. You guys listening, do something fun this week. And thanks for tuning in.